Alright, I'm gonna kick us off with a classic hello, hello, hello. Oh, that is yeah. a classic. Yeah. The first episode I edited out the hello, hello, hello because I was a bit shy. Oh, <laughs> That's quite sweet. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Hello, 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 and welcome to Sync Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up with Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus the dark side of the moon my name is gareth blackler and with me is james barron hello half century man james barron here oh yes clocking in it's episode 50 baby (laughs) how are you gareth i'm good i'm good i ate a single grape before we started um yeah (laughs) just to get a bit of excitement in the bloodstream oh no why just (laughs) one are you like fasting for lent or... No, I'd eaten a full spaghetti dinner beforehand. Oh, okay. Um, I think <laughs> there that's it is. is tradition for this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Load up on spaghetti and then giddy on the mic. That's <laughs> our move. Oh, man. Yeah. How are you on your 50th? I'm doing 50th great yet. in my old age over here. <laughs> um, yeah. Very little has changed for me. I'm still maxing and relaxing in my podcast recording studio surrounded by duvets and pillows and <laughs> if if someone could offer me singular grapes i'd be all for that but i feel yeah. like i feel like we've earned it our hero's journey is <laughs> at an end to the 50th oh, yes. episode but yeah oh, what are we doing goodness. we're sort of so, resting on our laurels at this at this moment but <laughs> we've got very a job unearned to do. laurels yeah for a podcast that um has its highest thing was breaking the top 200 film podcasts in hong kong at one point hell yeah hong yeah. kong <laughs> Come at us. Woo! <laughs> this one's this one's going out to hong kong yeah this episode we uh we got sick of just sitting there with our arms crossed our little mm-hmm. shoulders haunched going mm, <laughs> this doesn't sync with pink floyd's album the dark side of the moon uh, yeah neither does this so we're gonna do it we're gonna do it right we're going to give you, the listener, content that will sync with your Dark Side of the Moon experience and enrich it. We're giving you the Dark Side of the Moon, not quite director's commentary, but mm. experts in our own simple way. Experts in, in our field. Outstanding in our field. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. When, yeah. When we started this, we didn't know our keyboards from our drummers. And look <laughs> at us now. Exactly. We've come so yeah. far. We know some members of Pink Floyd now. <laughs> yeah. And any we don't know, we make up. Yeah. So, and there you go. Yeah. But yeah this we... is actually... This episode is going to be listed in the educational part of Apple Podcasts. Because I think <laughs> the listeners are going to learn a lot about Pink Floyd and friendship, I reckon. We're switching genres for a single episode. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't even know how if we can do that, but I'll we'll give it a shot. Do our best. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, what are we doing? We're syncing... We're just creating yes. a hot commentary track for Dark Side of the Moon that you can sync up at home if you, yes. if you so desire. Absolutely. You head down to your local Dark Side of the Moon Emporium and you <laughs> get your Dark Side of the Moon and soon, not yet, if you've started playing now, you're in trouble. You're going to have to reverse it. Yeah. Um, and we're going to tell you when to start your Dark Side of the Moon. And then we're going to start ours, and we're going to just give you an experience. It's like it's... eating a single grape surrounded by duvets. 
That is this what podcast this... is the grape. Dark Side <laughs> of the Moon is the duvet. Yep, that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, we're just a, a a grape at the core of a duvet world, you know. Oh yes, it's resonating around us and protecting us. Protect that grape. What is this? What are we doing? <laughs> should we? Should we? We'll get it started. Um, so Dark Side of the Moon. We're going to kind of like we're like a couple of. Uh, wine experts. We're going to tell you mm. kind of how about sommeliers. The then, sommeliers. Thank you. A word I've put twice into Google um, pronunciation today, being ready to say it on show and still forgot. I probably put that put too much emphasis on my pronunciation, but that's uh, that's my character as a man, so that's fine. <laughs> I'm happy to say sommelier. I think that's right. No, that's very good. So, yeah. listener, first you're gonna. Swill, take the CD and swill it around your put Ew. your finger in the little middle thing and swill it around and take in, take in the way the light is playing on the CD. You'll notice refracted light, much like mm. pr- the fake reflected light printed on your cover of your album. Well, listeners, you're looking at you're looking at a beautiful triangular shape floating in darkness. You know, you've got mm. you've got a perfect line to the left cd left you've got a singular line going into this triangle a prism if you will oh and well out the other side a, a glorious rainbow of refracted light and for me above this it says pink floyd's dark side of the dark side of the moon so, oh really yeah a, hmm. and a little, on a little sticker is what it says so oh very classy yeah well, there's nothing left to do but take that CD out of your hands and slot it into your nearest Walkman. <laughs> if you have a Walkman to hand. I don't oh, Discman, right? Walkmans yeah. are tapes? No, either or. I think you could say Walkman for, for any other kind. I think that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's just tricky to find anything that can play a CD these days. Yeah. Your you computer know? still has a CD drive, eh? It does, yes. Oh, lucky. I know. A blessed life. Yeah. My car will play a CD, but it will start to skip that CD by track eight. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I need Why? very front-loaded albums exclusively in my okay. car. Okay. Yeah. By track eight, your car assumes that you're done with it. It's getting tired <laughs> of slogging its way through an album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so now we trust you've got your CD ready. Yes. So, James, I think it's about time we let the listeners listen to Pink Floyd. I think that is only fair. They've come yeah. this far, they've listened to us ramble for a little bit, and now we're gonna we're gonna offer you a countdown. I'm sure Gareth will edit in, like, the Mario Kart start sound, the, like, beeps, <laughs> so that you can sync perfectly. You hit play alongside us, and then we'll be good to go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Um... Get ready in five, four, three, two, one. Sssssssink. <laughs> I may have not. St- I may have started slightly ahead of schedule because I didn't expect <laughs> you to go sssssink, Gareth. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that makes it even spicier. Okay. <laughs> so um, right now you're probably like. CD's not working. I'm not hearing anything. Yeah. Except for my sounds. own damn heart beating in my chest. Mmm. Beating away. Yeah, that's actually not your heart, listener. That is a recording of a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, 
Do we ever find out whose heartbeat that is? I don't know. I feel like it's simulated. I would be surprised if it's a real heartbeat. Yeah. Like, it's probably just some kind of, like, bass pad, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. The yeah. guy from Muse sampled his unborn child's heartbeat. Whoa, that's very in keeping for uh, David Bellamy. Is that his name? Uh, Matthew Bellamy, right? Matthew Bellamy. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Matt Bellamy. Long time He's a man. Fan. Yeah, same. He's a man who eats Pink Floyd CDs as breakfast cereal for sure. Like, he very loves true. Pink Floyd. Cut up CDs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the end of, of uh, Speak to Me. Now we're officially in Breathe. Oh. Here we are coasting across the clouds gareth is how i feel every time i listen to the song same yeah this has been like one of my most like relaxing uh, like triggers of the year like Mm. i love hearing a brief come in and if it comes in to a title sequence like it does for um the film cocoon yes i am a happy boy perfect the good thing about the album is that it commonly syncs up that way right we get the yeah the production houses logos and then we get straight into it straight into breathe over the film proper and that just feels right you know mm. we're in for a good a good start if that's your yeah. synced experience so there you go <laughs> it does feel weird to be talking over an album i've heard so many times when i'm trying to like mm. pay attention to something usually i'm trying to catch something going on but here i'm providing information so <laughs> oh it feels actually, very unnatural yeah so i listened to this today on the bus and i was mm. reading a book and i was trying to sync the book like my brain tried to sync the book with what i was reading and that did not work no <laughs> <laughs> some lovely vocals here yeah um, he's here he is mr gilmore just some good instructions, really. Breathe in the air. He's trying to oh. he's trying to get um, Dark Side of the Moon into the educational section of Apple Podcasts. Yeah, remember to breathe is always good advice. Right? That we should be following. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I nev- yeah. I've never really, like... It took me years to figure out, like, if you did to a deep breath, you will feel better. Like... Yeah. That was something that, like... It's not something... It should have been a natural thing to know. Yeah, it's not something that people just say. That definitely helps. Like, breathing yeah. deeply makes you... Yeah, it calms people down. It's always good advice. If someone's having a panic attack or freaking out about something, you, you get them to stop and breathe and, and yeah, slow down. It's always it's always a good strat. Hmm. Yeah. Have you oh. heard... Um, I meant to bring it up on the... Uh, Independence Day episode, but mm. that was weirdly the only thing in the universe we didn't talk about on that episode. Oh my god. Have you heard Jaden Smith's song that samples this? What? Jaden Smith yeah. samples Breathe? Man, shout yeah, man. to him. That's amazing. I need to check yeah. that out. Yeah. That's quite good. Like, he ends his one verse with Breathe and then ends the other one with Run and then it goes into, like, Breathe, Breathe in the Air and Run, Rabbit, Run. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Fair enough. Man, clearing yeah. that sample must have been a nightmare. Yeah, I think it's like a mixtape kind of thing. Yeah. Anything. I guess so. Speaking of of run, we're in on the run now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Things are about to get uh, scary. I don't know. <laughs> we're just sort of having a chat, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the disconnect between, yeah, like this stressful situation. I feel like we should be bringing up some kind of, like, <laughs> intense thing, like... You listening on the bus, there's like an 
almost a car accident occurring in front of you or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you... Do you have a movie that comes into your head when you hear these songs now? Uh, just like flashes of things lining up in the past, honestly. Yeah. Um... Weirdly, I think of Tommy quite a lot after watching. Oh, interesting. Watching that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a bit of um, old mate Speed Racer coming on in. Oh man, yeah. Speed Racer is a great fit for this for this song in particular for us. Mm. Just zooming around the tracks, baby. <laughs> oh man, such so many adventures we've been on, Gareth. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. We should talk about what what was your favorite of the movies that we've covered, do you reckon? Like out of if out of the ones that you hadn't seen before. Oh. Oh, that's really good. Um gosh. So like entirely just on its own filmic experience. Sure. Well yeah, yeah. we could do either or. We could do like the best we know the best sync based on our rankings, so that's fine. We don't need yeah. to rehash that. But yeah, like just in personally. Oh gosh, out of what I hadn't already seen, mm. um, I'll give it to Point Break or The Thing. Oh, nice. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, Point Break was definitely a highlight. Yeah. Had, that was a great episode for us because we just got to <laughs> talk about all the m- mad things that Keanu got into. That was yeah. such a good experience. That was also during, like, on uh, US Election Day and we got to just put our phones in oh, airplane wow. mode and just hang out with our favourite surfers. Oh, such a good call man yeah that's the good thing about our show as well is that it's gotten us through some hard times <laughs> yeah it's, it's the the setup for the whole show was that we were we were both like sitting around for through the COVID 19 pandemic not to date the show but uh yeah that's <laughs> sort of why we got started doing this and yeah yeah it's been a highlight for me getting me through some tough tough times oh absolutely but same it is like a it's a weird thing, thing. As, like, New Zealand goes into other lockdowns, I'm always like, oh, cool, I get to bank some episodes of Sink Floyd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really nice. Friend. Yeah. And we did, like, other projects over um, the lockdowns and stuff as well, which, yeah, mm. I, chalk, I chalk out the, like, me getting through that time to all the interactions I had with uh, you and my friends over that. Yeah, it was very helpful to me personally, so. Yeah, yeah. same. The crash sound aligning there with my own personal breakthrough about um, <laughs> about stuff. And now we're just in the waiting room for yeah. the clocks to come in. The what was your favourite movie we covered? Oh, uh, I did really love Independence Day. Yeah. Um, but I had seen that before. Oh, it's tricky. Honestly, I, I really want to say it was the Turkish Spider-Man because that like, oh, yeah i loved watching that that was so exactly my kind of thing where yeah. it's just so off the wall and so bizarre and it was really fun discussing it so yeah probably that one yeah i want to see if there's three more yeah oh here oh. they come here they come when i when i said three dividend they knew it was time <laughs> When you hear, like, a ringtone or a clock or an alarm tone in a movie that sounds like your real one, does that stress you out? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I've found that, like, I'm really attuned to um, specific vibrate sounds now because of having a cell phone. So if something, like, is vibrating in a certain pattern, my ears will pick it up and, like, alert my mind to be like, oh, got a message or something like that. 
but it's just ah. something vibrating in my in my vicinity it's yeah that's worrying just like this yeah that is worrying. response that i've developed yeah, uh because that wouldn't have been something you would have had to worry about like 20 years ago yeah absolutely yeah. But yeah, I specifically chose the old ringtone on my phone because it sounds kind of like a ringtone. You're allowed to choose like any song you want, right? Yeah. For a ringtone now. So now I have um, Planet by Anamanaguchi as my ringtone, which Ooh. starts off sounding like a Nokia ringtone <laughs> and then turns into <laughs> a sweet Anamanaguchi song. So check that check that one out, listeners, yeah. if, you, if you're keen. There's also, um, I remember being at a party and someone was playing a Spotify, on Spotify album of like dubstep ringtones. Oh, whoa. So it's like dubstep remixes of the classic Apple ringtones. That's amazing. Which is also, it was quite stressful because it's the stress of getting an alert (laughs) and the stress of dubstep. (laughs) Oh man, dubstep sure was a time, huh? Yeah. Did you get into dubstep when you were a youth? Because that was sort of when we were like fresh out of high school, the whole dubstep. Yeah. Dubstep was definitely the first trend where, oh, maybe not. The first musical trend definitely where someone told me, this is, this is in now. Mm. And then I had to then make the effort to try to understand it because it was in now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man, I was all in. I, I love Yeah, you were mad into it. It got really good for me. Yeah. I was like buying t-shirts of DJs and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, wildly inappropriate that we're listening to time while Gareth <laughs> grapples with him growing up and not understanding youth <laughs> culture anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What would As be, what's a dubstep song you'd recommend to someone who likes Pink Floyd? Oh, that's a great question. Um, oh, goodness me. Uh... A dubstep song. I really like the dubstep artist Feed Me. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so back in the day, that was my go-to. But out of their catalogue, it's, like, so different to Pink Floyd. <laughs> um, I don't know, probably, like, Pendulum, honestly. They have, like, pretty close... Mm. They're, like, more, like, electronic music than straight dubstep, but they had a couple of dubstep albums. But, um, yeah. yeah. I got really into the album In Silico by them. And yeah, even or like the other albums are also good, and they're kind of okay. like spacey feeling. So yeah, yeah, that would be my recommendation. They were kind of like a big crossover, like rock band um, plus electronic, right? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, oh, much it, like Pink Floyd were to electronics. Yeah, true. Actually, album. oh. This solo, though. I'm just loving this guitar solo rolling. Yeah, this guitar solo is so good. Time's such a great one for the album, actually. Yeah. Did you know that um, clocks were all recorded separately at a clock antique store? What? Yeah. How many clocks did they have set up in this antique store? They just got on there with the mics and just set all the clocks up at once. Or they, like, waited for the hour or something. (laughs) Yeah. It took them, like, 25 hours because they had to wait each hour to get a new clock. <laughs> the I'm guy at the store was like, you're not resetting any of my clocks, I need to absolutely sell Absolutely not, yeah. <laughs> I assume that they just, like, had all these clocks lined up, flanking the halls. Like, like 50 grandfather clocks of varying sizes. Yeah. And just, like, waited for the hour to go off, and every hour is just, like, an absolute cacophony of <laughs> these clocks going off. That's what it feels like to me, anyway. Or that's what I imagine. Yeah. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. And um, this album was produced by... We've never talked about him on the mic, or at oh. all. I don't think we've ever talked about Alan Parsons in our free time, either. <laughs> but produced by Alan Parsons. Sweet. Alan Parsons, yeah. shout out to you, producer of the, of the great album. The great yeah. masterwork that we follow. Oh. The only two things I really know about Alan Parsons is he produced this album, and there's a joke about him in, like... The second Austin Powers, is that right? Oh, wow. Okay, I don't doesn't know. That, doesn't, doesn't old mate Dr. Evil want to call a bomb the Alan Parsons project? Potentially, yeah. I don't. It's been so long since I've seen any Austin Powers movie. Yeah, same. Man. The thing about Austin Powers is so many jokes weren't actually in it. It was just other, like, kids at school made up jokes and pretended they'd seen Austin Powers. Oh, really? What kind yeah, of things so like, are they talking about? Um, it's gonna sound really gross, but oh, like no. we all had no idea what Austin Powers was. We just knew it was rude. He was a rude <laughs> dude with a toad. Yeah. So I remember a kid like trying to pretend he saw it and said there's a scene where like Doctor Evil squeezes the cholesterol out of someone's blood or something. Whoa. Yeah, okay. really gross. Or like mashed potatoes, I think the kid said. Alright. And then because we didn't know what cholesterol was. Wow. Yeah. Really, really bizarre. And it's the same for South Park. Like, kids wouldn't actually have seen it, but man, they wanted you to think they had. So they just <laughs> used their disgusting imaginations. Yeah. All the stuff about killing Kenny and, yeah. Yeah. Every episode. Man, I've seen very little of South Park, honestly. I'm a, I would not be attempting to make things up about it. I've seen them yeah. movie, weirdly, but I haven't seen... I think I've seen a total of, like, four South Park episodes in my whole life. Yeah, that that seems about fair. <laughs> that and the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. But uh, here we are in Great Gig. It's a solemn yeah. moment. Oh. Stunning. <laughs> Can you play this on piano? You're a pianist. Um, I haven't tried. It doesn't seem too difficult. I probably could. At least this, like, intro bit seems fine. Hmm. Bit of slide guitar. It would be on brand for me to learn it, so maybe I'll get on yeah. that. I've got a brand new piano recently. I'm very happy. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so... But <laughs> at the moment, I've only been, like playing dumb things on it like the mario brothers theme <laughs> so you know maybe i'll learn some actual music <laughs> this is old claire tory about to give us some singing yeah hero of the show i reckon oh absolutely yeah stunning the best i did also and that was i did oh, also sorry. enjoy the um the backup singers of the of the uh, Pulse performance with their version as well. Yeah. That's for sure. And the I Am Not Frightened of Dying is a janitor from um, the studio. Right. The elusive yeah. janitor. In my yeah. head, he is the, the, the drunk man who says, fly away little birds in 3D Vidam. He's the same guy. Yeah. The, the boogeyman <laughs> of this podcast lurking in the shadows. <laughs> He's probably also the grave digger from uh, Frankenstein. Oh, absolutely, yeah. This yeah. Is, it's a recurring character of <laughs> our show and on the album, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
any like historical photo you zoom in and there he is oh no that's that's why he's not frightened of dying it's because he's immortal yeah. that makes it makes sense there's no reason yeah. for it i'm just yeah exactly I'm immortal. so <laughs> there you go they cut that like other part yeah <laughs> when they're recording it yeah when he explained that he was immortal and could never die <laughs> like we got what we needed thank you sir yeah please please don't harm us if you're immortal magic <laughs> yeah that's what i'm always worried about when mm. uh recording an album that i'll be smited by an immortal being mm. <laughs> oh man i'm just like so reverent for this like yeah it's oh i feel like i should be treating it with more respect than i am but like yeah <laughs> it's just it's just such a, a somber note on this album and mm. oh spectacular it's it's it is the best song on the album like i've come around on um breathe's my favorite but this is the best one yes yes that's perfect yeah i will say something i've kind of learned from the show is the idea of having a favorite and something being best i feel like i've mm. never had to make that distinction until i've described that feeling on air like i love this but i know it sucks or i like oh yeah like this is great but i just can't get into it yeah yeah that's exactly where i live that's like my <laughs> whole thing is that it's fine to like things that are lame <laughs> So, yeah for sure you know and and also it's fine to dislike things that other people find amazing it's you're just like have your own opinions and yeah mm. that's what the show is all about <laughs> yeah the real lesson of sink floyd is be yourself yeah absolutely we provide a lot of morals on the show yeah i think <laughs> we that's why do it's why we belong in the education category gareth <laughs> We're changing. The next 50 episodes are all going to be educational. Yeah. Provide a fun fact at the end every day, every time. <laughs> little fact of the week for you. Oh, gosh. It's like a post-credit thing of a little jingle. It's oh, like James God. says. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a fact of the week prepared. I'm so sorry. That's all right. I'm trying ne to think if I've got any. Next week. Yeah. I haven't learned anything recently. Oh. I don't know. I'm just stuck in my ways. <laughs> <laughs> you need oh, to, like, yeah, get into some sitcom situations. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. If you, do you think about that? If your life was a, a sitcom, like, would you be the main character? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon if my work life was a sitcom, I'd totally be, like, third-tier wacky supporting character. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not like I'm wet, like witty and funny or anything. I just think, like, I come across... Like, when I have to explain stuff like what I'm doing now... Yeah. ...to, like, a co-worker, I just come across as the weird one, and I'm okay That's with fine. that. Yeah. You're like, you're like that, that one bit part character on The Office yeah it comes in yeah oh yeah what it. about you i reckon you've got more main character vibes than i do i don't know about that 
Yeah. I'm happy to be completely unworthy of the main character. I feel like I'm more like a Lancer kind of role in that I'm like, just, I will, I'll come in with a sweeping generalization or opinion just to, I'll get in the way of the main character, if anything. I'll be an Oh, obstacle. so you're an antagonist. Yeah, I'd be an obstacle for a single episode and then you'll never see me again. Yep. I like I'll that. Get, yeah. That's the best, like, if I was an actor that's the kind of stuff i love to do is one-off villain on a sitcom absolutely yeah i'd love to be i think uh, a patient on like house or something or yeah oh, yeah that would be really fun i think yeah you just have to be like a normal person surrounded by these like really intense characters <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> that'd be a really fun day yeah it's uh, like well i'm feeling a bit sick doc uh <laughs> got a crook leg and um yeah help me out please your crook leg teaches old um hugh laurie an important thing he's been trying to figure out for himself exactly he too has a crook leg so oh he does yeah it's, re- it's relatable <laughs> <laughs> oh money though yeah somebody told me the saxophone solo was the same saxophonist from Careless Whisper. What? I checked it. I checked it just before we started, and it isn't. Okay. Yeah. Well, how <laughs> much does that suck? It would kind of freak me out if it was, honestly. Hmm. Oh man, the Careless Whisper guy. Yeah, that guy's got a great name. The Careless Whisper guy. Hold up. Holding up. It is Steve Gregory. Sweet. Yeah. Two first names though. Can't trust him. <laughs> see that's the thing that i that's the antagonistic statement that i make yes main yeah. character has and by the end of names. the real by the end of the episode the real main character learns to trust steve gregory yeah there you go and i'm shunned <laughs> i fall in a gutter or something yeah yeah <laughs> This solo, after watching that live video, has, like, got me good. This is yeah, a good man. guitar solo. Money's guitar solo and Time's guitar solo flanking uh, Great Gig. It's just, like, two big friends protecting yeah. a small and innocent friend. <laughs> That's the feeling I get. These two, like... It's that uh, it's the, the meme of the, like, small kid on the computer like asking a question and then the three buff guys coming in and swooping in to save the day have you seen this i have not seen that meme oh, but thank you for describing it it's very good <laughs> oh yeah just two big buff friends on the album <laughs> they're centerpieces you know i love it yeah these are yeah these songs are the two buff friends yeah arson them's like the third friend who just can't get his legs quite as fit <laughs> he skips league day yeah it's still like he's doing the same thing but yeah and he like he skips it for his job but his buff friends just don't quite get it <laughs> what kind of job does involves you <laughs> skipping league day i'm so confused by that that's great <laughs> um, i don't know maybe he gets called in maybe actually he's a day player actor and he keeps getting the callback to be a patient on house oh there we go so he can't get his legs too buff because then house won't you know he can't have a crook leg 
I was trying to think of other occupations where it would be fine to, like, neglect your leg definition, <laughs> I guess. And all I could think of was newsreader, because no one sees oh, their legs. Yeah. So, just this hugely muscular guy, and then under that, just weak, weak <laughs> crook legs for my <laughs> role so on House. There we go. Oh, I've been meaning to track down this fact mm. um so the whether or not the song is in seven eight seven four or twenty one eight is a debate on wikipedia that has been edited 573 times holy shit yeah well i'm pretty sure it alternates um because the the like verse bar is um seven eight and then it goes into i think yeah eleven eight I think I think each oh, bar wow. alternates back and forth. I'm wow. fairly certain. I'd, I'd have to listen to it a bit closer. I have heard this album over a hundred times, but <laughs> yeah. I can't give you a definitive answer at this stage. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it alternates bar to bar. Oh wow! It does definitely go into four four on the guitar solos. Yeah, right? it does. Yes. Yeah. But that's fine because it's um, they're all over eight, so it works. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that fact was courtesy of informationisbeautiful.net, which is also a book. And oh. um, yeah, every time I spend ages in a bookstore, not sponsored. Um, friend of the show, Maddie, finds that book oh. and has a quick read while she's waiting for me to finish my boring business. <laughs> what are you doing in the bookshop that's boring business? You're just uh, hunting for boring <laughs> tomes to build yeah. a book fortress or something? What are you doing? <laughs> Just finding ways to fall asleep faster. Oh. No, I'm just like running around looking at all the cool books. That's fine. Yeah, just taking but my time. Maddie already knows where the coolest book is and seeks it out, so I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, man. Smooth sailing once again, and us and them. Oh. Yeah. For Very a stretch good. last year, I had to work at the New Zealand Maritime Museum. Yes. Um, in the gift shop. And they had um, the classic rock station on, and I remember this playing at the end of one of my shifts, um, while you know deep into working on this working, working, deep into being on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt very like, oh my god, it's found me. Like it was the It Follows monster. Oh no, <laughs> I don't like that dark vibe for us and them. Unfortunately, no. It's, I feel like it's 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 more it's a perfect like night shift kind of song. This like Ooh, yeah. this saxophone rolling in right now is like just exactly what I think of it. Like I think of a smoky like um, Blade Runner street yeah. with, with just a man with a saxophone who no one acknowledges, you know, wiling out. Yeah. Hmm. I really wanted you, by the way, when you were working at the Maritime Museum, I wanted you to get really into maritime law and aesthetic. I just wanted you to like become very like sailory or like naval in your in the way uh, you dress and and approach people. <laughs> I wanted that too for myself, honestly. <laughs> just I C tried. C punk I, Gareth. <laughs> I bought a um striped shirt that was very nautical, and that I wore the blue blazer. Yeah, never at the same time though. No, nah. is, is that too much? Too yeah, much. Yeah, to nautical. wear a lovely blue polo shirt working there oh okay so there was yeah. a uniform that's fine then yeah yeah 
Did you learn any sweet maritime facts when you were working there that you want to pass on to listeners? Oh, gosh. Um, if you go to the New Zealand Maritime Museum, which mm. you can get in for free if you live in Auckland and have oh. your library card on you, or any what proof you, of ID. What if you don't live in Auckland? Can you not get in for free? You have to pay, or oh. like, yeah. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems hard to um, police, but, but all right. At one o'clock, they fire the cannon, so that's pretty oh, sweet. sweet. Yeah. I would, like, be more excited than the kids who were visiting. Like, I'd run over to them and, be, like, run around pretty much going, like, guys, the cannon is about to come. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. Yes, sir. Back to my boring <laughs> business here at the Maritime Museum. I'm here to look up specific naval officers for my <laughs> yeah. project, okay? I can't be distracted by this cannon. Also, I'm eight years old. Goodness. Speaking of eight-year-old projects okay you remember in school how you had to make like a a1 poster about like a topic like a popular author or a war or a sea creature or something um kind of i remember like science fairs i don't remember having to make a big a1 poster of something though really at my school you'd do it once a week you'd get assigned a new project on monday You'd go to the, like, paper plus and buy your big sheet of paper on huh. Monday night. Tuesday, you'd be allowed on Wikipedia to do your research. <laughs> and then, yeah, the rest of the week, you'd be making it pretty. Wow. But, and then the prettiest one's got to go on the wall. And I found out that's because teachers get a limited budget for classroom decoration. Oh, right. So if they get the kids to pretty much decorate the room themselves, win-win. Man, that makes sense. Damn. Yeah. That's, I never had to do that. But we, we would do work, but it wasn't like a regular... Like, we would, we would do work that would end up on the board, sorry, or, or on the wall. But yeah. it was never like a regular weekly thing where we'd put up a big A1 piece of paper. It wasn't... That oh, okay. was what we did every week. Yeah. I do like that, though. That seems like a good thing. Could you just choose whatever you wanted to... No, not at all. Definitely not. Was it all based, like, this week we're doing uh, historical New Zealand figures or something like that? Yeah, and often you'd be assigned who your person was, which was great because I would have otherwise waited until Thursday trying to figure out, like, what I wanted and then, yeah, be in trouble. Mm. Okay. That does... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's very unfortunate. You're... Poor wee Gareth, having to yeah. work away. Oh. <laughs> oh. This short, sharp shock monologue is by a man yeah. called Roger the Hat Manifold. Wow. Roger the yeah. Hat Manifold. Was this one of the people that was related to um, the star of Mulholland Drive? Or not? Uh, no. So, okay. um, her mum and dad are in Great Gig in the Sky. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice, well, I think nice. her dad's in money as well. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Man. Good representation on the album from that family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so soothing. Mm. I'm very I'm getting very nostalgic for like school time weirdly now. Like <laughs> oh, interesting. Just thinking about past projects and things. <laughs> I remember a time where, like, it was, like, a science project that I had to complete, and I had... I was a terrible student, unrelated, uh, but (laughs) I had... It was, like, a month that we had to do this uh, research project, and I left it until the very last night. Yeah. And in, like, a complete panic, I, like, worked on this uh, research project into the wee hours of the morning and got it all done and then submitted it, 
and I was like, oh, I, I did it. I got it done, but it's probably rubbish. Turns out it was the best in the whole class. <laughs> Whoa! I know. It was, I was as surprised as anyone. Yeah. But, That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I never, I just pulled that one out of my hat. So, <laughs> there you go. They're like nighttime <laughs> magic. Did you learn anything from it? Did you start like working more, like smarter instead of harder? Or did you learn the opposite uh, I feel like lesson? I, I feel like I do that now, but definitely I didn't learn that lesson then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've become better at time management over over time. I, like, yeah. Through university, I was way better at it. But yeah, throughout like intermediate, even through high school, I was absolutely rubbish at it. <laughs> but hey, I passed. It was all good. Yeah. Great times. Oh, but yeah, that's what us and them makes me think about, Gareth yeah intermediate was definitely when my dad finally got his cd copy of dark side of the moon and it really entered my life right i feel like yeah. it was one that my dad always had like before i was born probably he has a like really impressive music collection uh of, of records and cds oh yeah oh yeah. yeah i think you've talked about it on on mic before yeah he Very gave you lucky. a USB full of his favorite songs, right? He did. Yeah, like a hundred of awesome. his favorite songs. It's a dad playlist. It's actually on my Spotify if you want to hear my uh, dad's uh, top tracks. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. <laughs> sure. Yeah it's, yeah. it's just like all these things from when he was growing up. It's mostly like punk music and new wave was what he cool. was into. Which is super cool. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't know it from looking at him, but yeah. It's, I really value that about my dad <laughs> yeah oh we're in any color you like now the vibey outro to us and them as yeah. you described it it's one of my like... favorite things oh, yeah. that you you had no idea that this was a different song <laughs> yeah no it's i the, love this now it's the best revelation yeah <laughs> it's a good instrumental cut you know more albums yeah should for be, sure should be bold enough to play just have instrumental moments on their album i think it's a good idea yeah as someone who listens to half half of my music is probably instrumental only still so that's cool yeah I don't yeah know. it was just um, the way my brain is, my brain is wired you know i like that it was uh david byrne who said lyrics are only there to get you to pay attention to music yeah so you're doing yeah good on you for putting in the hard yards I mean, I'd kind of do the opposite sometimes in that I'm usually, like, not paying that close attention to lyrics, which is its yeah. own issue in that I'll be listening to a song and then not realize, I'm like, this song's really cool, and then I'll recommend it to someone and they'll be like, oh, I don't know about the, some of these lyrics, and then I'll listen back <laughs> and go like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should not have recommended this song. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, I think it's just because I, like, grew up uh playing music that i just think about the music more often than the mm. lyrics of a song yeah I whereas know. i didn't get into i wasn't really a music guy until again intermediate until like i think it was it was green day american idiot that made me suddenly become the most into music like of all Man. my friends but like yeah before that i was books tv movies so like yeah yeah the lyrics and the words would always be the thing that like that was what i could conceptually understand when i started getting like really into music that's fair 
and also yeah. like you probably had access to like mp3 players and stuff at that time so music became like a hell of a lot more accessible at that exact moment in your life yeah although famous well not famously um, famously to people who know my parents <laughs> the um so the year the ipod came out was when my family started getting cds we were that behind <laughs> wow that's amazing yeah. So that one Christmas where you got the Yu-Gi-Oh! Musics to do by was like the first, some of the first CDs your family ever bought. Absolutely. It might actually be, yeah, the first CD my brother owned. Oh, man. Like he owned um, cassettes, but like, yeah, nothing, nothing on a compact disc. Man, that's wild. Yeah. My, the first CD I ever, ever owned was also a gift and it was uh, the Venga Boys. Their oh opening, yeah, their uh, debut album, and it was that's good, lit as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Little James, he knew what was up. I think I requested it specifically for Christmas. Heck so. yeah, yeah. Oh, I man. was um hanging out in the classic comedy club in uh, Auckland a couple of years ago. Fun and place. Someone, the Venga Boys were in the country, and wow. someone walked in wearing like full leopard print and a cowboy hat, <gasps> and like. 90s oakley's and my friend just yelled out finger boys and like we both we all hid and we didn't get a chance to see if they looked but i'm pretty <laughs> sure i've seen the finger boys wow i love the idea of you just like yelling finger boys at the finger boys <laughs> yeah that's that's such a weird like like you're trying to cast a spell or like you're playing hide and seek with them in a bar that's hilarious <laughs> yeah finger boys finger boys oh man here we are on brain damage. That's yeah. Mm. Another chill, chill, relaxing mm. time on the album. It's so good. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we chose a good album for doing this syncing and that it's like, it's easy to have as a background to something else. If it was, it, the more albums that we do that aren't as background, that aren't, that aren't, have more like, filling your ears right more information mm. uh, i feel like that's a lot harder <laughs> to follow yeah for sure like when we did run the jewels at christmas yes. it was like very difficult yeah but yeah it's just the right amount to to sync up with something else it's an album when... designed to sync with another another piece of media some would say oh yes and we're gonna find it I mean, we kind of have. It's Independence Day. <laughs> we kind of have. Yeah. We kind of have. We may have been slightly drunk off of our two and a half hours recording at that stage. Yeah. Or maybe three hours. I don't remember if we were doing stuff before. But holy moly. Yeah. We were in a state when we gave out that oh, team, yeah. Gareth. But I stand by it. I'm happy to happy to have a ten on the graph. Mm. That's good. Won't well, be... you got to admit, like, if we weren't willing to admit per a perfection can exist, then yeah. people would like lose trust in us, right? Exactly, right. I'm mm. sure it won't be the last as well. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're getting close to the end now. It's a, yeah. It's like the victory lap with the uh, the choir rolling in at the moment. Yes. The chorus is a very... This is a very, like, final moment on the album, honestly, Brain Damage. And then we have Eclipse after that as, like... As, like, a sort of symbol crash at the end of the orchestra, you know? Yeah. 
It's very much how, like, Prestige TV will put its um, biggest episode as the second to last one and then give you this, yeah. like, uh, denouncement? Demon, denouement? Give you this chance to kind of come down and get everything wrapped yeah. up. Yeah. You've got to, yeah, you've got to have the dust settle at the end of the, at the, end of the season and then see where we're yeah. moving on to. Much like we're doing, actually. Yeah. Uh, do we want to, like, sign off mid-eclipse? What was that? Do we want to sign off mid-eclipse or not? Oh. Give people, like... I reckon people... Do people need a little come down? Figure out... Well, we've got to get something... You've got to give them one thing you've learned. <laughs> Surely. That's true. We've only got one minute left as well, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Of this recording. So we don't have time to <laughs> sign off. <laughs> <laughs> and people have got to hear our hot takes on this song. It's true. It's good. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. Eclipse is a lovely, lovely song to end the album on. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're running out the clock now at the, at the end here. It's lovely. Yeah. What a strange episode of our show, Gareth. We were <laughs> yeah. just like shooting the shit for 45 <laughs> minutes. Bizarre. But we've done it now. So yeah. you tell us if anything synced up. Yeah. If we if we synced up with the music, and and you you spotted it and we didn't because we were busy waffling, that would be great. <laughs> I hope so. It's gonna be like the listeners will give us a two, and we're gonna have to have like a real moment of ah, oh, okay. I mean, I'm I want that to happen honestly. Yeah. I Keep think us on I'm fine with that. Please. We can do better. Maybe we'll do this again <laughs> if it's not satisfactory. Yeah. <laughs> How good was this song in the trailer for Dune, by the way? Oh, incredible. Can't wait for Dune. Been yeah. delayed so long. Oh. We'll get that's, there, though. That's your album, folks. We'll get there together. We're just getting heartbeats now for another yeah. 30, 30 seconds or so. And then that's it. Yeah. Mine's gonna start looping immediately as well. Yes, that's just what it. That's just what it does. <laughs> this album did finish slightly before the end of my bus trip, and I just like looped it. I was like, yeah. "Well, I know what to do. I know yeah. how this album needs me to hear it." It's not a dissatisfying way to end, as well. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's Dark Side of the Moon. That's been Dark All Side of the Moon, up, folks. Done. If you didn't know yeah. anything about Pink Floyd, now you know everything about Pink Floyd. <laughs> just like us you've attained yeah. so much knowledge your head is full <laughs> and spinning oh man there oh. we go oh I my gosh what do we do now we'd usually rate something at the end of the episode we, do we rate the album out of 10 <laughs> um yeah i mean it's got to be a 10 out of 10 album right absolutely yeah of course in it terms is. of it's what a... it's setting out to do and achieving yeah, mark it on yeah. the graph that only has it on it. Yeah. Because it's, it's out of the albums we sync with things every week on the show, it's the best. Yeah. Out of albums named so Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, best one. Yeah, number one. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> I'm going to stop my looping Pink Floyd now. Um, oh, gosh. James... New listeners who came in because now we're an educational podcast and yeah. are now completely ready for their uh, NCEA level one 
exam on magnum opuses. Yeah. They're going to be curious to know what we're going to do next week for usually we're a show that syncs movies to dark side of the moon so how do you want to how are you going to crack us off a fresh 50 james what's our next film well gareth gareth we need to we need to re we need to recenter and reassess ourselves i feel like we're gonna i'm gonna let us in easy it's gonna be an easy going movie um for this first one because i feel like we've had some fairly intense theatrics over the last few episodes this episode notwithstanding this was a very a chill vibe and a good chat a good decompressor but i I was worried that this would not be enough so i've I've queued up a a very chill movie for us to watch Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be watching paddington the first (laughs) the first paddington movie yes oh i am so pumped a little beer in london town (laughs) yeah how much do i love paddington i own a blue duffel coat and a red hat holy crap just like my boy well we'll get there for the next episode then yes yeah ah i feel almost like there's tears in my eyes i'm so excited for oh excellent i'm so happy okay yes wow oh my goodness until then um I've been Gareth Blackler. I've been James Barron. Um, talk to, go to your library and ask more questions about Dark Side of the Moon. Um, good luck do. with your exam, children. Yeah. Um, Best of yeah, luck. until next week, we'll see you on the Dark Side of the Moon. On the Dark Side of the Moon. Hello and welcome to James's Fact of the Week. It's James here. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, here's today's Fact of the Week. Uh, it's about the water mammal manatees. Do you know? Okay. Did you know that uh, manatees, they eat more than a tenth of their weight in food every day? Isn't that incredible? Wow. <laughs> what a fact of the week. Thanks, James. Yeah. That's, that's the Fact of the Week from James. See you next week.